0: But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? No! I said! Are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. A member of the Pulse Podcast Network. And your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back, and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Carano. And we are finally back. It's been a while since we last did our show. And uh, boy, what a week and what... Everything that has happened since we last talked... Uh, Why, what Happen? kind of had a big wrestling weekend.
1: Why, what happened? Well, uh, let me guess. Uh, it was finally Marty Jannetty on Ice. Maybe you saw that. I don't. I I didn't see that.
0: Every time I close my eyes,
1: <laughs> on my eyelids is Marty Jannetty on Ice.
0: Um, WrestleMania, G One, uh, uh, NXT, Takeover. It's just uh, there was so many things, and there's so much good wrestling. Uh, There's a lot to take in. It, it is. It's. I mean, it's hard to even kind of break down real quick. But
1: For those of you that were able to just get everything, like almost everything,
0: get a life. <laughs> you fucking loser. Get a life. <laughs> this is said with pure jealousy, by the way. Um, this is also true. WrestleMania was... For the first time, for both of us anyway, going to Wrestlemania Live. And we had to travel upstate to the fucking armpit of America, New Jersey.
1: Where it smells like sewage and you can't even make a fucking left turn. What is with that bullshit? Who wants to go around in circles to get to the same fucking place? Not me. Fucking New Jersey. Welcome to New Jersey. Oh, I didn't fart. That's just our air. (laughs) So they all tell, talk like that too. Get, Except when you get, you get the you get the upstate uh, new jersey they
0: talk like a this. It's funny even the women sound like that. They talk like this. I don't know about that deep, but yeah, I've heard women that do sound like that. You're right. Anyway, um any hooser. The event live was ridiculous. Uh huge pop for Hogan. Just to, whether you whether you like him or not, it's it's Hulk Hogan. So that was a huge pop. And I said to you as we were watching, I was like, imagine,
1: like, none of this bullshit, none of this happened. Like, nothing, it was never tainted in this way. Imagine your childhood self. Like, imagine you were in Alexa Bliss's shoes and you Mm -hmm. were sitting there posing off with Hogan. Yes. Like, checklist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got to pose off with Hogan. Like, now you know how Edge felt when he started to mark out with freaking, when he was uh, coming out with Hogan as his tag team partner. And
0: then won the titles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was actually a pretty cool moment to, to witness. And then I think the other part where I didn't realize I was going to get chopped in the middle of WrestleMania. But when... Anytime you go to a, <laughs> a wrestling event, expect to be chopped. Maybe not by me.
1: Maybe by anybody. If you go into a wrestling event, there's they've, they put a flyer up right at
0: the door. Expect to be chopped. <laughs> so when the whole John Cena moment happened and that song came on... I got chopped on my left side so hard by Joe. You know what's he's funny? marking the hell out.
1: I was sitting on his right side, so I was able to wrap around the whole thing <laughs> and chop his ass.
0: Because um, my arms are seven feet long. I am elegante. <laughs> El- um, that was a really, really cool moment. Uh, the The writing and the script for that was... It was amazing. It was perfect because it was... It was unexpected. I never thought, like, in a million years, like,
1: Thuganomics, John Cena was coming out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you... They could have... I mean, John Cena, yeah, you could see him coming out, but you never would have thought... I would never have like thought no that way. gimmick. I thought that was dead and buried.
1: Yes. I think it is now retired again, but it mm-hmm. was a nice... It
0: was... It was nice. <laughs> it's very nice. And then, as we're going on, by the way, it, it, and, of course, you, those who have watched... Who watched the event... We're going on and okay, the cruiserweight championship changed hands, and then I think it was the tag team champions changed hands. Raw tag team. And and Joe keeps looking over at me with a count. That's two. That's three. And we're like, it's not looking good for Kofi. It's not. It's not looking good at all. And then Seth Rollins wins. That there was that. That was four. That was the that was
1: the nail in the coffin that Rollins won. I was like, because my theory is my theory was already busted after Rollins because I yeah. had. This is why you should love when I predict things. Because <laughs> I predict against the curve. I'm always wrong. So whatever I predict, be like, all right, it's
0: good news. The people that we want to win are going to win because Joe predicted opposite. Before we even move closer, I, I listened to our um, live I think, show. I think I had one. Uh, no, no, you did better than one. Not much, but you did. Yeah. Um, I listened to our live show because I couldn't watch it I was driving. So I just listened. And, Smart. Yeah. And uh, so we picked a total of 15 matches you got four and 11 four right 11 wrong four and eleven four, I was four one one baby <laughs> I was seven and eight eh. so but that's because I mean even though I didn't even in a point of the show where I'm like I don't want to keep picking baby faces I kept picking them anyway little did you know that if you would have just
1: went with all baby faces you would have been like 10 and one
0: yeah, yeah. but when does the WWE ever book like that <laughs> ever? I don't know. Evidently, they're not booking anymore. We are the bookers. Yeah, because we got everything we wanted aside from Seth Rollins. You got Kofi and that amazing, amazing moment. Aside
1: from Seth Rollins,
0: you didn't want Rollins to retain. No, I'm saying you got. uh, We already said Seth Rollins aside. You still have Becky winning, which everyone basically wanted. You had Kofi winning, which basically everyone wanted. Even Roman Reigns went over. Yeah, that was a surprise
1: because I don't think I would have booked it like that. But now I'm almost positive that one of them is moving
0: brands yeah, for the shakeup, which and we will we will touch on eventually. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but do we want to tell what we went through after no, WrestleMania? No, we'll co- no. we'll t- we'll continue through the okay. WrestleMania card.
1: It was it was a, a whirlwind. Not only that, but not expecting Pyro. Scared the living shit out of me. I was mid... I got a fucking nice foot-long hot dog, a mid-fucking foot-long hot dog. I must throw fucking mustard up my fucking nose because I wasn't expecting fucking pyro to come out because Vince has retired it. Well, no, he didn't not retire it. He used it for every goddamn entrance and fucking big exit of the night. Every single
0: time you jumped. Every Every time.
1: Anytime I turned my head and it happened. When I was locked in... I was good because I was like, all right, now I'm just waiting for it. I'm looking in the sky. I'm like, it's coming from somewhere. I turn my head for two seconds, something happens, pyro goes off. Like, Vince, you're killing me. Here. <laughs> like, I didn't want to have to bring fucking two pairs of underwear
0: to this fucking WrestleMania, but, you know, shit happens, literally. <laughs> so, uh, Joe ends up squashing Ray, um, which is one that I don't think we saw the, that maybe that way. Um, no, but it makes sense if he's hurt. Yes. Yeah. It was, I mean, obviously a safe call and good for Joe too. But I mean, there was so many, I don't know. It's hard from us to look at it when we were there without commentary and, and seeing the right camera angles, but it was still, we thought was a pretty damn good card just watching it. It did miss. I mean,
1: it missed the commentary. Yeah. That's what it missed. Yeah. That's what I was like. Not I'm not saying that the WWE commentary team is on the main card above and beyond perfection, but it missed some sort of cuz they help tell the story. They help yes. get you invested even more or less sometimes mm-hmm. in what you're watching. Uh, that being said, talking about like momentum killers and everything like that, Rollins goes over in the beginning. You're like, "All right, cool. That's a great way to start." Because it didn't really go that long. Yeah. I mean, he had Uh, Lesnar beating the shit out of him. And the match itself only lasted like, uh, I don't know, a couple minutes? Yeah. If that. Had good pace throughout. Then you put right at hour two of this main card pay-per-view that goes five and and change. Mm -hmm. So almost midway through, you put probably the best and most invested anybody is with Kofi and Daniel Bryan. And the match had the time. They gave that match the time for sure, which it needed to be because this was your, in my opinion, the best told story leading to Mania, the one with the fewest hiccups. Yes, so it goes in, and you have the baby face who everybody in the whole arena was chanting for goes over. So you can imagine. And there's extra caveats that go along with his win. So the emotions are even higher than they would be. I was literally shocked. I didn't know what to do. I I think my jaw hit the floor. Everyone else jumped up. I jumped up like slowly with like a weird clap going on. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Completely wiped, up, wiped out that crowd. It was like the most draining thing that could have happened midway through the show.
0: Yeah. And it showed for... Two to it was, three. It was two matches for sure. You had the uh, the Reigns match was dead. there. And the um, Joe and Mysterio match was or right Bell after. That was only 30 seconds, but... Oh, and the, there was one more. There was three. You were right. Balor um, um, Lashley was pretty much dead. Balor's entrance was
1: great, which you knew the demo was coming out, so you knew yeah. it was going to be cool. They were up for that, but match, dead. Yeah. It wasn't until midway through the main event where the crowd actually started to adjust back in. hmm But... I mean, there was a lot a lot going on in that match for the main event for the uh, joining women's title. Yeah. There was a lot of botches. It was kind of sloppy. It didn't look like they were well enough prepared to be the main event, maybe because of the pressure was so high. Like, look, in the back, they're like, look, this is this is your time
0: to shine. This is your moment. Yeah. So fuck yeah. it up. Yeah, you can definitely see that. I mean, I, I agree. I think... It wasn't the best match that those three could have put on. Um, no, it was a lot of, like, okay, we're in a move now. I guess I should break it up. or Yeah.
1: Like, uh, what do I do next? I mean, it, for the most part, Charlotte was the most consistent throughout the match. I yeah. Think. Yeah, no, I agree. She knew what she was doing. She's the utmost professional. I mean, Ronda is still still getting used to us. That's why Ronda in the main event right now, yeah, you get the name. You're watching it, but... Look, you know what you're getting with Ronda. She's yes. not polished by any stretch of the imagination.
0: Yeah, she's just surprising. She's got a cool entrance and she's wearing a kilt. And she's surprising in some uh, the the snap and the dominance of the way her moves come off. Um, I don't think anyone thought that she had the move she had. So when it first happened, you were going, holy shit, she actually has something. But then after like four or five minutes, you go, okay, it's all the same thing. It's Goldberg all over again. Yeah, I mean she has those arm Ronda, drags and stuff like that. Rhonda Boom 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 Brum
1: Brum Bum Bum Ronda, you gotta come out, motherfucker. It's your security!
0: Uh, <laughs> where was I? <laughs> Talking about uh, a moveset. Yeah, it's just. um, I, I think, honestly, looking at it, I would have rather Becky Charlotte. Just all in all. Well, yeah. No shit. I mean, you know, but the only thing
1: is, you know what you're getting with them. They've main evented. How are they going to outdo Evolution? That was. Yeah. That was like their, they're
0: going to. They're. He's of it's gonna be hard unless like you change. Well, I mean, you're changing rosters obviously, obviously this week coming up, but I don't know. You have to have the right chemistry in there, and that wasn't it, unfortunately. Now, yeah, we got the result that everybody wanted, and it's funny how they blacked out the pin on yes. both Raw and
1: SmackDown. When that's a shame. When you have to show this is your main event, you have to show the replay of how the new double champion won. And you lead up to it, and then it goes black for the pin. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows what happened. Yeah. I know you don't want to keep reminding people, but you're kind of reminding them when you're not showing it now. Like, huh, I wonder why they So they knew. Now you know that it was definite that Becky was supposed to win, because if it was supposed to be a toss-up at the end, they would show that, and Ronda would be getting a rematch.
0: Yeah, correct. They would spin it in a certain, a different yeah. way. Yeah, so absolutely. So
1: that's not happening. So now Becky was supposed to win, and now she's already got a new challenger.
0: Yeah, and I like I like that decision too. Finally, we'll get into that. Finally, get When we get saw. to the
1: the latter portion, yeah, actually, we'll probably get to it soon. Yeah, I don't know. We're flying so, by the
0: seat of our fucking pants. We're back finally, and we lost all control. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be us if we did though. That kind of makes sense. But the one thing we do want to talk about is uh, just real quick and touch on. Everybody was complaining and there were news reports out about how bad it was after WrestleMania. Oh, you really want to you really want to touch on this one? Uh yeah, because I think people should know. Okay. Uh aside from their train system not not realizing that the event was gonna be over at twelve thirty, so they went back down to a quarter staff or whatever it was. Um, so they didn't have enough people to run the train, so you had thousands upon thousands of people. Um, missing a train, and then you have the Uber. And, and by train, he
1: means shuttle.
0: Yeah. Well, no, 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 and the trains were down too. The trains? The trains, right outside the stadium. New where Jersey we were... public transportation? Exactly. So then they have the Uber lot, where they have a lot just for Uber cars to pull up, park, and then you go find it in the designated color, whether it's red, green, or yellow. It's, the, it's amazing
1: the amount of people that didn't drive to this event. We got to see them all. Yeah. All the fucking crazies
0: were out. There, there had to be a couple thousand of us standing outside wait, trying to even get an available car on Uber.
1: Yeah, the only ones that were available were $137 to yeah. go three minutes away.
0: Yeah. No thank you. So we waited for... But we could have shown up in those three minutes in luxury. <laughs> we, we could have. Um, oh, yeah. hour, what, probably two hours, two and a half hours we spent... Out there? Okay,
1: so twelve thirty we got out. We didn't
0: get back to the hotel till three. Yeah. And we finally got yeah, we finally got the Uber around two forty five. I will say this though. Well that one restaurant that was open till three twenty-five. The American Cafe Grill. I the only
1: place available for food
0: yeah. after the event, they delivered on an early Monday morning yeah. <laughs> at three AM. Like, look at these schmucks. I hate wrestling fans.
1: <laughs> Who orders a freaking platter, three platters of chicken fingers? at 3:25 a.m. Who does that?
0: <laughs> we were hungry. Um but I mean there was so much that that um was botched for a better word and the Uber the Uber's system and was ridiculous. To add insult to injury, the about an
1: hour into our wait wait it starts to drizzle. Just a light drizzle. Nah, we're all right. Mind you, myself and Kyle who came with us mm-hmm. were just wearing uh t-shirts and yourself. Yeah, we were all just worried, wearing t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. Light drizzle weekend handles, about 55, 56 degrees out. Get about an hour and a half, hour 45 into this fucking miserable weight. Rain picks up a little bit. <laughs> Quite substantially. Just a little bit. Turns from a slight drizzle to a absolute downpour, and then gets worse and worse. I put it this way. This is God and Mother Nature joining together to do us all a favor. The smelly wrestling fans that were there got a shower. That's how I look at it after the fact. I was miserable during it, but after the fact, I said, "Hmm, you know what? They got their shower.
0: Well done." Yeah, yeah, you were uh, you were pretty miserable during it. I'll tell you that it was a brutal,
1: brutal because every time. time I pulled my phone out, it would freeze because it would be it was getting soaked.
0: Yeah. And there was nowhere to there keep it is, dry. Like no tent, no mm-hmm. nothing. Like no we, overhang, nothing. No, nothing.
1: We could have hidden the tunnel, but we would have missed our Uber. Yeah. The guy who went in circles for three minutes
0: and couldn't find us. But thank God he did, because we finally got back to our hotel. and then finally we're able to drive wake up, drive home. To fucking Pennsylvania. Oh my <laughs> god. It's so it's like the sky
1: opens, a rainbow comes over light beams down over the bridge when you finally make your way back over to Pennsylvania from Jersey. Then you look behind you and the fucking
0: sewage is just <laughs> brown, piling up. So uh it's a breath of fresh air. It literally. is. Absolutely. So Monday, we got Monday Night Raw, the first Monday after WrestleMania. I will say this.
1: It fell flat from normal Monday after Manias. Yeah. And even SmackDown Live after Mania it was, SmackDown was better. It was. It was better than Raw. It was. Yeah. By a little bit. Yeah. So, usually this is like your like your most talked about Raw at the fact, But you got so much the night before for WrestleMania. Yeah. That's almost like, what like, what are we going to give you to, to top what we did last night? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're not going to spoil you. I mean, yeah. this is Vince we're talking about. He's <laughs> not going to. Come on now. What it, we gave you everything that you asked for for the majority. Yeah, with the, yeah, with the exception of maybe
0: Angle and Ray. Yeah, and Ray.
1: Yeah. Everything you asked for. And I don't even know how many people that asked for Ray to win. Yeah, that's true. Maybe not to get squashed, but yeah, not to win.
0: Yeah. You
1: got everything. Mm-hmm. This was just kind of like, uh, all right, we'll throw out some things, see what sticks. We'll introduce Lars Sullivan if you really want to fucking piss some people off. I mean, I don't get the guy. I mean, I don't. Another big guy. I mean, what are you? What are you going to do differently with him that you did that you didn't do with Strowman? Well, a because well, Strowman was a heel when he first started.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Lars is going to come out and beat up uh...
0: attitude era guys that still exist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to take out Michaels next. I, yeah, you know I was going to say that. And then he's going to wear his cowboy hat afterwards. <laughs> he's going to try and straighten his eye out.
0: Uh... Here, you get over here. Follow <laughs> my finger, damn it! No, you're not focusing. Focus, Sean. Sean, focus. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just... Yeah, you're right. It, it fell flat. It wasn't what we expected. Although, we had four of the best best roster of NXT come up about two and a half months ago so and be on the roster. So I don't think you're going to see any more NXT call-ups. I mean, you might... Well, I mean, Ricochet, you, I think, and Black are basically going to be main roster yeah,
1: guys. Yeah, well, no, they are main roster guys. That but they their, still
0: come up with NXT.
1: Well, they're fair. That was their unofficial, official farewell at TakeOver. Yeah. Or they might bounce them back and forth. I mean, they mm-hmm. could be utility guys for a little bit. Yeah. But I see them being staples yeah. in the, on the main roster.
0: Yeah, well, there's two call-ups that are huge right there before it may even happen.
1: I don't think you're going to get too many more because you don't... I mean, you have a plethora of talent down there, but how much are you going to deplete it? Like, you just crowned a new champion. I mean, the only ones that I can see that are ready that have done everything are undisputed are those would be the ones that i think that would come up and put make an immediate in, immediate yeah. impact and immediate dent on the main roster and booked correctly would flourish i mean you can't have the same you can't do what you do with sanity
0: no and that's the other thing about about the with the call-ups is i have a couple names in a segment that I will not say, <laughs> coming <laughs> up later. You dirty hooker. <laughs> that will You can't rob me. I'm the button guy. I push the buttons we... around here, goddammit. We still got a little bit more to talk about, but we will get to that.
1: Alright, let's hurry up, because um... I got a button push now. I know it.
0: So, yeah, I mean, the main event of Raw, I love that everyone thought there was literally going to be a winner of this match. And then we're pissed when it didn't happen. Like, how could you not see it was going to be a double DQ? Or, like, something like that. I could have told you. It was, you, like, a no contest. I didn't say it, but I said it to myself. I didn't
1: put it out there in the universe, the web yeah. universe, but I knew it was going to become a tag team. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... It, it's it, typical WWE, it's WWE book. Exactly. It's like, it's, like, you're looking at WWE booking one-on-one. Yep. Think we're giving you something great, make it a tag team.
0: But make I mean, it a triple threat. Make it a... No, not even... You're you. These guys just... Conquered both their mountains. You think the next night one of them's going to get ripped away? Kofi more than Seth, but yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean, like it, that. If if you really believed it, and then you were really pissed off,
1: come and, on. And another thing, everyone was predicting that they were going to unify the woman's title, and it doesn't mm-hmm. look like that's being unified either. It looks yeah. like she's going to defend
0: them both. They wouldn't put makeup merch that says Becky two belts it's if a, they're going to merge it. You yeah. know what I mean? And do that. It's. So, I mean, she'll be
1: two-time champ for a little bit. Probably lose the one. Mm-hmm. Put one up on the line.
0: Yeah. But I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Just started to go and just yeah it, fell off the cliff there? It just it lost interest. It lost okay. steam. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, all in all, like you said, it did fall flat. I did think SmackDown was a little bit better. I thought the tag match... Hardy's Usos, which is what everybody wanted at Mania. Yeah, Um, you got it at Smackdown. At least you get it in SmackDown, yeah. And then they actually dropped the titles. I couldn't believe the Hardys actually won it. I didn't expect them to win it. So yeah, so
1: now you get your your main tag team of SmackDown, and now you're able to free up more people that can move brand to brand.
0: Oh. I know what we just left out of Monday Night Raw. That son of a bitch Undertaker shows up on Monday. That son of a bitch Undertaker. <laughs> For a split second, I felt that way. When I heard the gong and Elias was out there, going, you son of a bitch. You were in, in the building.
1: It. Oh, I heard it. I saw it. Guess what? I'm happier with fucking the
0: Doctor of Thugonomics. I agree. After watching the segment, and if the segment was over, you know what? John Cena was better. It was. Seeing John Cena as Doctor of Thug- Thugonomics, Thugonomics. and hum, it's... <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah? <laughs> One, two, three, four. I declare a thumb war. I'm the doctor of thumbonomics. Oh, yeah. I got you. I got you, a little rat bastard. Stay still, you little rat bastard. Come on. Come on. I got you. <laughs> One, two up. Oh, damn it.
0: Oh, I see a t-shirt in my head. So good. Okay. Um. <laughs> I think he's he was way better. The taker looked, actually, I think losing weight made him look even worse. He aged. <laughs> yeah. I lost 25 pounds and I gained 20 years. <laughs> Um, but I'm yeah, no, one hundred and eighty. I forgot. I forgot to touch on that real quick. Rest in peace. <laughs> oh, that was nasty. <laughs> I knew you were manufacturing it, but that was nasty.
1: I'm a master of what I do. Um, and I'm losing my voice. Yeah, I can hear that. Uh, it's okay. I'm gonna be real raspy for this one.
0: Uh, and the the main event of SmackDown with Kofi. I mean. I mean, I don't... I just... I I didn't care. Like, I just... I don't know. I guess because they did the tag team thing to end it, just like they did Monday night, like... I mean, they
1: had you intrigued that McIntyre showed up. Yeah. And they kind of didn't really do much with it. Mm -mm. It was cool to see him come out. I liked it. I mean, both rosters are still in New York. Yeah, of course. So, so it was a nice touch
0: to maybe just have people jump. Yeah, I didn't mind that. It's just... You literally just did the same, I mean, close to the same thing on Monday night. So, ah, just... Okay, so we bypassed this. Yeah. There was a return. We got one return.
1: Yes. And it was Sami Zayn. And now you have... Cut a S- hell of a promo, too. Sami Zayn, well, he got a hell of a promo because now we have the new Daniel Bryan, and now we have the new Sami Zayn, who is another one telling all the fans how much he dislikes you. Yeah, because of how self-important you think you are, and you think that your opinions need to be heard. Meanwhile, we're doing a podcast, thinking that our opinions. Need. <laughs> Sammy, say it ain't so. Say you're not talking about your boys.
0: I uh, I loved it. I I the new Sammy Zane. I love that he tells you what I'm sure people in the back are like. Just go out there and just
1: tell these people like, just, look, it's easy. Yeah. Just say what everyone else in the back wants to say. Yes. Go out there and say. Yeah. Like these pretentious pricks thinking that they're know it alls and they know everything in and out of the business. They think that they their opinions matter and everyone needs to hear what they have to say. Just go out and say that. And people cheer him. Yeah. And people are like, Oh yeah, Sammy, yeah, tell me how big of a schmuck I am. <laughs> yeah. Spit my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> We fucking love you. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Oh, yeah. Just fucking toe-tabbing right in a nutsack. <laughs> Sammy, woo! Just go out there and tell them how much of a fucking douchebag you're being, that you always have to have your way, you always have to be right, you always have to tell everybody how
0: right you are. Just go out and say that. Because there's people that want to say it. Yeah. Go out and say it. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the opinion of wrestlers, You know, I mean, as a whole, you know, uh, towards fans. You know what I mean the way fans talk and that's why they're called Marks and, and Smarks. And sharks. <laughs> and Tony Starks. Uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on we had we didn't talk about was the we didn't talk about the, anything about the Bret Hart, the attacker and
1: Why what happened to Bret?
0: Good old Brett. What happened to him? <laughs> tell guy, tell uh, me uh, some,
1: tell me someone some tell me tell
0: me something happened to Bret. I'll fucking kill them. Well, this guy came close. They beat the hell out of this guy. This MMA fighter, in quotations, 2 and one record in MMA. Like, who ever put that up? Like, they know what they were doing. Like, yeah. oh, he has
1: a background in MMA. He's got an amateur record of 2 and one Yeah. oh uh, he's fucking just, he's climbing the ladder. He'll be in the UFC in, like, three days. Yeah. If fucking Dana White was smart, bail him out of jail. Let him get his ass kicked on TV. Yes. That would sell tickets. You want a shot? Yeah. This is fucking... I don't even know what the hell his name was. I'll,
0: yeah, I don't remember if they even released it, but... He's got to have a terrible, like, ring name, too. Yeah. Call him the shit man. That'd be cool. That'd be a good good idea. Good booking. I like that. I'm but he genius. got he got his ass beat. He got charged with assault on Bret Hart. Also, Bret has a uh, protective order against him. Um... Yeah, don't come running at me and trying to attack <laughs> me, you dumb fuck. Especially in the
1: middle of a fucking show where there's behemoths... Yes. At every fucking corner. Not the security, because they fucking moseyed their way in there after yeah. fucking Travis Brown laid fucking
0: elbows. And D.H. Smith, too. Yeah, they just he was in there too. laid bombs on them. Yep. Um, and the yeah, other... I guess
1: we could do our job now.
0: <laughs> the other thing that the other kind of uh, attackers or um, really un- unexpected guests is Enzo and Cass show up at the G1 ROH show and. At first... They throw fisticuffs. Yeah, they start beating up all the tag teams. They said, put up your dukes. <laughs> I don't know if they said that. Put up your dukes
1: there, Briscoes. We're going to we're gonna have a hootenanny.
0: At first, you really don't realize who it is because the camera angle is so bad, but you think it's real because the camera wasn't on them. And, and you had the commentators kind of playing and feeding
1: into it as well. Yeah. Well, there's something going on. We have to keep... And they have to keep looking at it. it it's just... No, the fucking best was Tamatanga coming down. It was just the, the thought that he had won both titles was not even in his mind. He no. was solely focused and smiling at what was going on to his left. Mm-hmm. Didn't care that he just won. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his brother had to freaking
0: elbow and be like, yo, dude, we got to leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we just won. We have to go. <laughs> no care in the world. No, not at all. Um, so that was a pretty. Uh, I don't know. At first, I thought it was real, and then you start seeing footage of it, and you start putting the pieces together of them wearing matching shirts that say Still Certified. Uh, if you watch, and Cass is throwing his, the classic wrestler forearms on Bully Ray's back as he's attacking Enzo, which I was like, if you're going to have someone's back and you're legitimately there to fight somebody, you're going to fuck his back up. You're not going to throw no, you're not forearms. For the, you're not aiming for Bubba Ray's fucking back at this point. Yeah, because you're probably not hurting him at all. No, it it's just it looked, and then as you watched it, you're like, okay, I think this might be a are work. Are we now. are
1: we getting worked? Yeah. Those rat bastards. Are we getting worked? No. <laughs> so, I'm gonna put it out there as a tweet. I'm gonna put it out that it's a work. So it could be everyone can see that I said it first. Look, I said it first, everyone. It was a work, and look at it. It turned out to be a work. I'm smarter than all of you,
0: guy. <laughs> Hold on, let me take a little breath from my inhaler. Uh, since we're on the topic, there's a couple things I want to tell you about. You want to tell me about? Yeah. <laughs> we're just talking, man, you. We're
1: just shooting <laughs> shit. Don't worry about anyone else listening. We'll just fucking bullshit for a little bit. It's not like we're putting on a fucking show.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. I'm just waiting for you to hit your favorite button. This is a rumor. You can fail oh, on no, screen. Not...
1: <laughs> Angel, can excel. and we are free agency. And we are always off script. And these shirts are only on sale for a limited amount of time. How much time? Ten days. Ten days. Ten days. Only ten days. Represent,
0: step up,
1: and get dropped. So that that wasn't my favorite button because (laughs) I didn't get the hint until as I was (laughs) mid-button. But we were just talking about them. Enzo and Cass, that was their new promo to their "quote unquote" certify that mm-hmm.
0: this might have just all been a work. Yeah, um, they're selling their shirts in that uh, in that promo you just heard. Enzo put it up on his Twitter account, and ten they, days. Their new name, as you heard in the video, is right. Well, Enzo is still Enzo, but it's N capital Z O, and Big Gas is now. C A Z X L, so he's Kaz X L. But wait, did these
1: guys get the creative gene or what? <laughs> I mean, they just ooze with freaking the brain power of I don't know of someone with real big like Einstein level brain power.
0: <laughs> so with all this Enzo and Kaz stuff and all the them coming into it. Voices of Wrestling and Fightful both report that Enzo and Big Cass have signed with Ring of Honor and their invasion of Saturday Night's G1 Supercard was entirely scripted, just a very bad camera angle.
1: Well, to say the least.
0: Yeah, obviously.
1: Here, we'll shoot it from the blimp. Yeah. (laughs) There's a roof on this. Nah, it's okay. We'll get it from the blimp. So. I'm telling you, the blimp's not going to do anything. Just shoot it from the fucking blimp. We got this.
0: We can't say anything. God damn it. I told you to shoot it from the blimp. So they're going to be wrestling on Ring of Honor. I mean, I know your opinion on both of them as wrestlers alone, obviously. Do you you know what kind of move this is for Ring of Honor? I think it's a good move for Ring of Honor. Do
1: you? Honestly, I think that if you're going to pull in, look, if you're going to follow the McMahon line of thinking, any news is good news, any talk is good talk. Look, now you have people talking. They might hate their guts, but guess what? People are going to tune in to watch them get their ass beat. People are going to tune in anyway because they there's still interest in these in Enzo and Cass. Mm -hmm. Will they fit in with what ROH has going on? I don't know because ROH's direction is a little all over the place. They they don't have regular TV, so you're not going to see you don't get to see all the time. Like oh, we got to keep you got to basically keep up online and then hope to catch the the TV tapings. Yeah. Because even the TV tapings don't really follow suit in
0: any real storylines. Yeah, unless they're leading to a pay per view, that it usually yes, yeah. yeah. So um, let's move on to AEW. We haven't had we haven't really talked about them in a while, but um, let's go. Yeah, let's let's do it.
1: Well, it was a terrible setup, but it was flawless execution on that.
0: <laughs> so um, there's all t- there's talk all over the internet that AEW has signed Uh-oh. a, a TV
1: deal. Uh, so basically, all you people out there, I call this the Nana Nana Boo Boo Theory.
0: Okay.
1: So that all I'm the people interested. all the people that badmouth it, like, oh, they don't, they're do not they just a t-shirt company. They don't even have a TV deal. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. All the people on the other side now get to say, na, 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 boo, boo. <laughs> I was right. Look, look right here. TBS. Ted Turner's picking them up. Look at this. Think I'm a TV deal. Na, 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 boo,
0: boo. I was right. Fickle. <laughs> Good way to end that. <laughs> so apparently, um, TNT. Look, I, I don't. I and, don't. I and, don't want to.
1: I don't want to smite this at all. Yeah. I am very, very excited that they. I want something else to watch. And look, you, you're gonna. You're gonna take up a Tuesday for me. Yes. Awesome. Now my wife can be mad at me for watching wrestling another night. It's. It works out perfectly.
0: Yeah. It looks like TNT and TBS. One of them will be airing it. Jericho's back on TV. Yeah. Absolutely you for see Chris Jericho. Turner, Turner
1: Broadcasting again. Mm-hmm. So, but they're saying it's definitely not signed. Hold on, wait. Does he bring back Jericho security?
0: No, absolutely not. It's a completely different character at this point. This, I don't want to watch it then. Bullshit. So, um, like, like they said, it's not really signed definitely yet. But this is just in the works. Turner is going to apparently submit it to, um, the shareholders. No, not the shareholders. The but cup they, holders? No, when stations go to go to a uh, quarterly meeting, they submit Ooh. what their what their fall lineup will look like, stuff like that. So Turner is May 15th is their meeting. I
1: think I have to And AEW is gonna be a part of it. Where is this held at? I have no idea. Probably New York. I gotta catch a flight real quick. <laughs> I got a fucking twelve episode series of Marty Gennetti on
0: ice, I gotta go pick. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> so um at least, And they're saying the other part of this rumor is that the special could start the same week that Fox starts to air SmackDown. Well, that would be a smart move. So then Monday night we would have Raw. The first Tuesday without SmackDown, we would have AEW. And then that Friday would That's be SmackDown. That's actually
1: a brilliant move because now not only are you premiering first before SmackDown goes to Fox, you're doing it on the same day that they were... So now people are looking for wrestling on Tuesday. Oh, wait. There's wrestling now on Tuesday. Yes. SmackDown's not gone. And you have something to prove. You get your leg in the door and you're like, all right, let's fucking put on a... Their first show has to be like a fucking pay-per-view type... Yeah, you're right. ...event. It's got to be crazy. Yeah. Especially if they do it in that sense. And look, we have now where there's a new gun in town. We got to go guns blazing. Guns. And they have Billy
0: Gunn, so there. Yeah. Now they gotta do. There you it. go. It's all connected. They bring in Bark Gun, and you got the smoking guns. Yeah. So uh, there was a full statement put out by Impact, and that they announced that they had terminated their relationship with Sean Ricker, also known as Eli Drake. Dummies. So now the basically now see I don't understand the move, because. Um. Well, here's the move,
1: and this this uh, ladies and gentlemen, this fits into real life. When you badmouth and criticize your company publicly, usually that's terms for termination. Usually that gives that company now, look, they are not a team player, quote unquote. They must go. They're only hurting us now. They're not helping us. So it was a smart move. And look, Eli Drake's a great talent. He really is. He's one of the better mic workers on that, uh, on that show. Yeah. But they have a lot of talent surrounding that company now. They just need a little bit better direction,
0: and they need
1: to get on some sort of better...
0: Which I I did hear something about Impact looking for a better TV deal. Yeah, they have to. They should have stayed on Pop, first of all, but I think that was Pop's decision more than it was Impact's. And
1: get a little bit... Even 9 to 11 would be better, but 10 to 12 is just... Or brutal. 10 to 12,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. 10 to 12. 10 to 12. That's a terrible yeah. time slot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. It's Friday night. But still, it's Friday night. Yeah. So Impact is saying that they're going to look into a breach of contract claim against Drake. This move would delay his ability to sign with another promotion until mm. it's settled.
1: Almost like the 90-day uh, clause for WWE.
0: Yeah, the report noted some of the impact. Some of Impact believed Drake was headed to AEW once his contract expired, which was originally May thirty first, but they fired him on April seventh, which is Sunday WrestleMania.
1: So now try and torture him a little bit, not be able to sign a contract.
0: I guess, yeah, and put this bring out this uh, lawsuit. That's a petty move. Yeah, I respect it. Slide. <laughs> um, so let's slide back over to WWE. So. We talked about the Bret Hart being attacked thing, but a WWE writer was fired after producing Bret Hart's speech and having Vince McMahon personally mentioned by name in the speech itself. There is even possibility the writer was fired in gorilla position during the show. And his name uh, name was Robert Evans. He was a former independent wrestler. He was known as R.D. Evans in Ring of Honor and Archibald Peck, in shikara so what you're saying is
1: that there's a position open WWE. (laughs) yeah so i'm gonna head to new york first and i'm gonna pitch my idea then i'm gonna head over to connecticut i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna really get there i'm gonna fucking try and just set myself up larry i'm done with this you fine eggy you're in
0: (laughs) i got some shit to take care of um i mean i think that's fucked up Especially since DX is going, was going to say your name a thousand times at the well, end. If he, let's, Vince ain't firing
1: any of them. He's mm-hmm. definitely not firing Triple H. Yeah, well, no or shit. Or Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Or, I mean, Billy Gunn don't even work for him. This probably happened right away, and this was their, this was their rib, at Vince.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: It makes sense now why they would all of a sudden bring up his name and just I mean, keep saying it like yeah, the way they were over and yes. over and over again. Yeah. Like, look. You can fire this little guy, but we wrote our We wrote this speech ourselves. Yeah. So th- now we're just going to poke fun at it, and you'll find out later why. Yeah, I mean it makes that makes a lot of sense. And it's DX and they were famous for doing that. They it's, were famous for pissing Vince off.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, just said he couldn't fire Billy. We know he can't fire Triple H and Shawn Michaels and Xbox pac don't work for him. So, the only one left, Road Dogg.
1: Has oh, re- you didn't know. Has
0: reportedly left his role as head writer of SmackDown, but will still remain with the company in a new role. Head
1: janitor. <laughs> no. You're,
0: you're going to be swapping up after fucking uh, Braun takes a shit. They were saying that he's going to um, work as a live agent, a live event agent. Um, basically a position that Arn Anderson held. Oh, so it's kind of, it sounds like a, it could be a promotion, demotion? Probably it, a demotion from, like, as far as a title goes, for sure. It's a lateral move, maybe? Maybe to maybe monetary, probably. But, I mean, a lot of, he caught a lot of flack, Um, what, what was it, a year ago or so? Yes, and uh, maybe a little bit more, yeah, I don't know. It was around, I think, last year's Rumble when Jinder Mahal was champion. Wow, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to him? Yeah. Remember, he was a he was a world champion. Yes, Jinder Mahal was a world champion. And that's when SmackDown was really bad and that's when he was catching a lot of flack, but then SmackDown turned it around and was the better show for a long period of time. Still is. Yeah. And but he finally stepped down. One of the main reasons he the, the report says is that he was sick and tired of Vince keep changing the entire show right before it goes on air. Hmm. And it see, happened. I can't see that. Happening. And he just couldn't stand having it written, knowing what they're going to do. And then Vince called and go, "No, we're doing this." So it would bother Road Dogg. It would apparently. probably
1: bother everybody down the chain of events. Yeah. So the wrestlers that had just prepped for this now they have to do something completely different. Yes. Don't you love when that happens? Don't Sounds you like love it when it sucks? Yeah. Things that change at the last minute, like you're prepared to do this, and now all of a sudden some old man comes in and says, no, do it like this. Says, this is a 1990. 1990- I don't care. Do it like this.
0: God damn it. Do it like this. Catch it from the blimp. So, <laughs> so on SmackDown Live, the Iconics face this undefeated, amazing tag team from Brooklyn. Squash them because they were jobbers. And Paige, How dare you? Paige promised a tag team that would give them a, a problem this upcoming week on SmackDown. So, feeding into that, according to multiple sources, NXT tag team the Sky Pirates will be called up to SmackDown during the Superstar Shakeup. Hmm. <laughs> hmm.
1: hmm. <laughs> That kind of puts a dent in the old women's division down in NXT, doesn't it? Because
0: those are your two of your top main contenders for the championship. If I remember correctly, you wanted a tag team that has a name that comes out to the same music. Oh, I do like the Sky Pirates. Well, then there you go, and they're on the main roster now. R, we're flying.
1: We're in the sky. R, we're Sky Pirates. Oh, we're crossing the seven seas. R, but we're not doing it in a boat. We're doing it in a plane. We're the Sky Pirates. <laughs>
0: Oh, (laughs) you're tearing on on Scottish. Like, you're almost there. Oh, you were the Sky Pirates from Scotland.
1: (laughs) Fetch me a brew, matey.
0: So, I'm just going to walk right past that and go continue into NXT. You're going to walk with Elias right past that? I am. Uh, Johnny Gargano first feud is reported to be against Adam Cole and the original bro, Matt Riddle. Okay. So, a three-way feud for the title. Leading into Look, Riddle lost his first official
1: match one on one against Dream. So what? He loses. Now you get a push for the main
0: title. Yeah.
1: I mean they're just gonna put him in these positions where he's the main one of the main features on the show. Just to prime him for the main card.
0: Yeah. I mean and it's it's where he belongs to be to be pushed the way he's not yet. No, no, I'm saying the the way he's being built and the way he, the way they're like testing him out. You know what I mean? And yeah, see test, let him prove what he, belong. him, he belongs there.
1: With, yeah, well, you're testing him out with all your best.
0: Yeah. So then when he gets up, he's, now he's primed. I'm just interested to see what happens with NXT. And I'm hoping they're making this third brand like they say they're going to. Well, re- legitimately
1: make it that. Make it a third brand before you deplete all your top talent and you force yourself back into the developmental stage. Now you have to get accustomed because there hasn't been a lot of the newer signees. They haven't been... They haven't made it to NXT TV. You're right. Yeah. So now you have to get, re-familiarize a whole new product. Well, unless... For NXT, it probably won't be that hard, but if you make it a brand, now you bring some of your unused talent from the main card and just swap them into exactly. NXT. That yes. would make more sense. Yeah. But now you have more people all over the place and it makes it harder for you to... Introduce new talent because you're so oversaturated with uh, superstars.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, there, there's still a lot that has to happen, but I think uh, they're all obviously NXT has done no wrong from inception. The way they've been built, the way they book everything, so they're probably one of the most the m- most consistent brand period yeah. on WWE TV. Well, that's a definite. I mean, so let's hope that obviously they're going in the right direction. I can't see them fucking up, but really, you never know how how it's going to break down. Because now, on if they're their own brand, you're going
1: to have some certain somebody that's going to want to have some say in what goes on. Oh, yes. Yeah, Vince. So who the fuck knows who the hell is going to be pushed there? That's true. So yeah. maybe you just keep that not as a main brand. Maybe just let Triple H just, <laughs> just, just be in charge of that. Tweak and we'll it a little go, bit yeah. more. Make it Vince-proof, and then bring it to him. like, you can't touch any of my
0: people. These are my people. (laughs) So let's um, go to our last segment of the night, and uh, the Berserker File. So we were just speaking of Vince McMahon, and um, this is this story I think is about a week or so old, but it still blows my mind. So I wanted to talk. I wanted to touch on it real quick. Vince McMahon sold off 3.2 million shares of WWE stock in he's order to the fuck
1: out of Dodge. So in like, order God.
0: to fund the XFL, and he's like, Nah, fuck this. I I know what I'm. I know what I'm doing. I'm fucking this fucking place up. I'm getting the hell out. It looks like the previous amount of a hundred million dollars wasn't enough. Hundred million shares. No. million? He put up $100 million to start.
1: The XFL?
0: Yes. Okay. So that wasn't enough. So this extra $271 million will go straight to the XFL. And Vince made it clear that the WWE and XFL are separate entities. Yeah, as they should be. And any work that WWE does for the XFL will be billed and paid for by the football branch. Okay. So because I think he's clarifying all this, it's because of where the XFL went originally, they tried to combine them too much. You remember, I mean, The Rock was at the 50-yard line of the first game and did the catchphrase. You had Jesse Ventura in the, in the box. Like, he was mixing the two way too much. And that's what turned a lot of football fans off is because you were making it a show and they just want to watch football. So I think he's trying to stress to football fans... That this isn't going to be that way. This is gonna be some good old fashioned football. <laughs> Come on, you wanna watch some good old fashioned football? Hey, where's that guy? He hate me. Do you have a kid yet? <laughs> he hate Rod me Junior? smart. <laughs> so uh, That's too
1: uh that's too gender specific. We would need like uh it hate me. Or they hate me. You can't do he hate me. Anymore. No, you definitely too, can't. Yeah. They hate me. Yeah. No, maybe not it. That's <laughs> I might be pushing the envelope a little bit, but it is Vince McMahon we're talking about. So, it could be Shim,
0: Shim, hate me. This uh, this story blew me away because of who's involved. You know who you know who Pat McAfee is, right? He's yes, from the Colts kicker forever. Um, who now has a role with WWE and he does the pre shows and stuff. He's the counter part of Sam Roberts. Yes. So, Pat McAfee almost walked out before WrestleMania due to Michael Cole yelling at him like a child in front of everyone in Gorilla, <laughs> which was which was filled with the McMahon celebrities and some wrestlers over him wearing tuxedo shorts. What? Yes. Pat McAfee, which we didn't see the pre-show because obviously we were there, he was wearing a tuxedo, but he had tuxedo shorts on. Okay. So, I guess Michael Cole yelled at him and said that it was unprofessional and embarrassed him in front of the McMahons and celebrities and all these wrestlers and he was going to walk out and quit because he wanted to beat Cole's ass. so let me let me get this straight. Cole said it was unprofessional to come out in tuxedo, tuxedo pants, shorts. shorts yeah so but then after after it happened Cole went on to apologize. Saying he was worried it would ruin Pat's chances with WWE if Vince saw him dressed like a slob.
1: Okay, let me let me uh, let me dive back in here. So you got a guy that wants to come out in tuxedo shorts, a entertainment type company, where you have people coming out with oh I don't know, selfie sticks, robes, fluffy boots, a conga line, but tuxedo shorts are where we're drawing the line here. That's where we're drawing the line of... Do you want to hear the most... Of
0: asinineness? Do you want to hear the most ironic line of this entire story? Sure. McMahon was shown a picture of LeBron James wearing shorts and a suit, to which he replied, I'm hip, I've seen this, and I like Pat's look.
1: Well... I guess you can teach an old dog new tricks. I don't, I don't. know what I. I don't know what to say. So all I'm getting from this is that one guy wanted to wear a tuxedo shorts, which he did wear them, by the way. Vinnie Max hip. Yeah. Michael Cole's an asshole for calling him out on it. Exactly. Hey Mike, maybe you get some fucking, you get some style in your life. You wear some fucking uh, tuxedo fucking Zubas pants. What do you think of that? Try and one up them.
0: Oh yeah, he'll come out in the will come out in a do rag. So, I don't know if you noticed this. I didn't notice it until it was brought up on Twitter. But the WWE is switching belt fasteners to for Velcro. Velcro. And, Complete, like, com- it's the biggest... It's completely cheapening it. You're going to tell me that I'm going
1: to buy a belt for $425 that's going to have fucking Velcro on it?
0: No. I want the fucking belt snaps. Fuck that noise. you cheapen it. Okay. So, now, take that Let's... part out of it. Okay. Okay, now... How would you feel as a wrestler yourself? How would you feel? As an,
1: oh, you're talking about me as an old school train of thought. When I saw Ric Flair putting on the fucking big Goldie mm-hmm. with the snaps, yeah, I want the fucking snaps. Okay, get this Velcro shit the fuck out of here. Cool, yeah, I can put it on quicker. I'm taking it right off anyway. Give me the snaps. You know what? The ref puts the belt on me. All he's got to do is throw the fucking Velcro on. That's it. Make him work for it. Earn your fucking money, motherfucker. <laughs> I am the champion. I don't care if you miss a snap. Get that motherfucking snap back on. I am your champion. Earn your money. Earn that money. I can't believe this became such a big deal. It's really not. Okay. <laughs> it's really not. I guess Daniel Bryan's belt was the uh, the test. I guess. His uh, 100% hemp. Yeah. Eco-friendly. That's a good way of sneaking it in and then not... Like, look, he's wearing it. His belt wears... It weighs three pounds. (laughs) No, fuck that. A, get rid of the ugly red belt. Get rid of all the ugly belts. Get a more traditional style. More old school style. Fuck these big W belts. What does that stand for? Winning? What are we
0: all of a sudden... Charlie Sheen? You good? I think so. Okay, good. Am I ever? Not really. So we just saw this story and um, uh, we had to talk about it a miami teenager tried th- this is a this is yeah this is the, this is a legit this is story this is the berserk this is the berserker files to a tape <laughs> yeah a miami teenager tried this move not on his buddy in a backyard brawl but on southridge high school principal I don't know, Gianni Sosa is the kid's name, he's eighteen, and he was charged with battery on a school employee. Battery. Yes. So apparently Do you see what you did, Randy? Do you <laughs> see what that you he, did? The move that he tried him, was an RKO. And they have video of this. I saw the video. You know what? He made he made a bevy of mistakes during
1: this. A, it's gotta come out of nowhere. You can't run up with the guy facing you. It's gotta be out of nowhere. RKO out of nowhere—that's mistake one. You, you you gave your tell away. You came running in. You came in hot. Came in hot, right eye level. Not good. Number two: when you're going to hit the RKO, you better lock it in. You better lock it in and drop. You can't sit there and hesitate, or you're not. Or you're going to get reversed. I mean, it's it's one-on-one wrestling maneuvers. You're going to get reversed if you're not going for it. If you're not if you're going to half-ass it, look at that. Point three: the principal nose sold it. <laughs> <laughs> the principal's an asshole. He's number one. He should have been arrested for the no-sell. What a dickhead. What kind of guy throws a real punch on an RKO? What kind of non-human being fucking motherfucker is going to sit there and no-sell an RKO? he arrest his ass. The kid gets a little slap on the wrist. Like, look, you need to go back to the schooling. You gotta, we got to show you how to grapple.
0: We got to show you how to
1: lock it in. When you're going to go for the RKO, you got to go for it, kid. Look. DDP will show you. You can get lessons from Randy. That you'll lock it in. We'll get you good. That motherfucking principal. I'll tell you that asshole. Fire his
0: ass. So Thursday morning, the defense attorney called the arrest hands down one of the most insane he's ever read. And the difference he tried to explain the difference between um, Greco-Roman wrestling and pro wrestling, and most can most consider staged for entertainment. And this is <laughs> this is from the statement he told the judge. Everyone knows wrestling is fake. That was his statement from the judge to the judge. So wrestling's
1: only <laughs> not fake when held in a court of law, and you need to bail someone out. Yeah. Look, it's just fake. I didn't. I don't yeah. like, <laughs> Look, I, it. That's when you take away your your wrestling card when you have to admit, openly admit in a court of law. Look, the it's, wrestling's f- fake, <laughs> Your Honor. It's fake. Look, it's fake. Look, I didn't even get them. I didn't lock it in. I didn't come out of nowhere. I was my first mistake. <laughs> Clearly, I'm guilty of anything. It's that. It's that. Look, the principal, Assault, hey, not so much. He's fine. I got a black eye. He took a swing. He took a swing at me. He, could, he didn't want to take the bump. He hoged me. Said he's not going to lay down for me.
0: Your Honor, if anything, I'm the victim here. <laughs> I think that's the perfect place to end. Is it? I think so. Oh, say it ain't so. It went so quick. It actually did go pretty quick. I'm our surprised. first,
1: our first time. It's because we we're a well-oiled machine. We go through point to point to point. We have no thing
0: getting in our way. No <laughs> thing. <laughs> See, either nothing. <laughs> no thing. No thing getting in our way. <laughs> no motherfucking thing. <laughs> okay. So we hope you enjoyed the show and our uh, our show back. After a couple weeks, and um, show back by the next time we talk to you, we're gonna have two new rosters to to talk about. Oh, you know what we, did into? we What's didn't do? We didn't predict who was going, but we don't we don't need to. I think yeah. I, there's really I don't know as far as like who's going where or or it's too tough to say. It is. It, it's yeah. You, you might get one or two here or there that you might get right, but. It's it's really tough. Like who should go where?
1: Obviously, your champions all stay placed except for the ones that can actually move, like the tag title for the women. Yes and Becky Lynch.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: The only ones that can True. move. True. It would be cool if they switched it up and Joe went to Raw with the United States title. Yeah. And Balor came over to SmackDown with the Intercontinental, do that little change
0: up, do a, do, little, yeah. a little turn on their catwalk. Do a little turn on their old catwalk. <laughs> <laughs> So, thank you for listening, and uh, we will be talking to you next week. We hope you enjoyed the show. Later.